to infinity and beyond! Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Coming to you from Laughing Place Studios. Welcome, Disney adventurers and fans, to your All Things Disney podcast. Making your Disney experience more magical. You're listening to Disney with Daddy and Daughter. Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Tana. He's my dad. And she's my daughter. Welcome to the show, folks. It is Friday, June 30th, 2017, and this is episode number 31 of Disney with Daddy and Daughter. 31. <laughs> How long can oh, I do that for? Hey, you know, what was the name you said? Like my Remember, singing? folks, if you'd like to hit the <laughs> gong, now would be the time to do so. Gong. Gong. Uh, yeah. Or or actually, you could just go to our Facebook page, Disney with Daddy and Daughter, and check that out. Or uh, if you'd like to email us, Disney with Daddy and Daughter at gmail.com. Secretly, I want to be in a Disneyland show. That's. Do you think they, they could put me in I a I think you'd want to be show? in any show that sings. <laughs> a Disney I, show. Hence the gong show. Maybe hence you should You know, show. they brought that show I back. I could be Elsa. I said my hair is not the right color. Hi, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you're go wondering, on. If you're wondering who is uh, yapping in the background and uh, trying to <laughs> sing opera, that'd be my daughter, Tana. How are you? I'm unbelievable. How are you? I'm. Um, how are you? I'm you're excited. You're, excited. you're super excited. Yeah, this is going to be a great show. We have a fantastic topic today. Oh my gosh, so cool, you guys! If you don't, you guys know, don't even know the amount of coolness that's about oh, to take place. It's, it's so cool. It's I even really know. Really cool. magical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if you don't know, we were able to uh, contact Jeff Wrights. He is the gentleman mm-hmm. who has spent over 2,000 days in a row. Consecutively, yes. Consecutively in, in at Disneyland. Disneyland, And yeah. uh, we've got him on our show later on in our topic uh, segment. So yes. it's going to be fun. We're going to tune him in on Skype. Super and, glad uh, about that. Ask him a handful of questions. But, uh, but first, you know what? I've what? got a Disney hack. I know that you did. Let's hear it. Hey, so do you know, the, uh, do you know where the Cinderella Fountain is just inside of Fantasyland there when you walk through yeah. the castle? It's just to of the left side? Of course I know where that okay, is. Okay, have you ever noticed the pose that Cinderella is in? You know, she's kind of sitting down and it's kind of a proper little seating by the water there. Mm-hmm. But she's looking down and if you, as an adult, look at her, it almost looks like she's sad and she's kind Aww. of somber and she's just, you know. I can see that. Yeah, she's not very happy. But do you know if you look from a kid's perspective down low, she's actually smiling. So talk about a little hidden gem that Disney has hidden there. That's very interesting. Isn't that clever? That's very interesting. So clever. So next time you go. It's like how we relate to, I mean, because when we're older, when we're adults, sometimes we see more of the story than we did when we were young and we relate on a different level to some of the challenges in the Disney stories. You know, kind of like Toy Story is like one of those too, you know? I think about adults relating to it just a hair differently than the kids relate to it. It's just seeing things in a different uh, light or a different angle or a different... Perspective. Exactly. Different perspective. So this perspective from the perspective of a child Mm -hmm. looking up at 
a very famous character, Cinderella, she's actually smiling at them. I love it. Yeah, so clever. So clever. So check that out. That's our hack for this week. If you uh, are in Disneyland, go through the castle. Right through the castle, you'll see Cinderella's fountain right there. And take a look from your knees. Look up at her like you're a kid again, like you're six years old. Get in touch with your inner child. Eating a Mickey bar, drooling and looking up at her. Or you could have a Dole Whip. Well, I guess you could. I'd have a Dole Whip. Yeah, okay, whatever. Just saying, hey, I got some good news. Let's hear some good news. Other than uh, Jeff being on our show. (laughs) I know, I can't wait. I know, I can't wait. Uh, So the good news is Disney World is officially adding another type of transportation that we should be excited uh, excited to use and will be uh, something different and be unique to Disney World, they're saying. So um, I'm super excited about this. Do you know what this is already? Are you talking about the... Uh, Permits the... have been filed. Preliminary oh, no, construction the... has started. What are we talking about? That's right. It's the gondola systems. Oh, the gondolas. We did, we talked yeah, we did talk a, about we these talked a We talked about back. the rumor of the gondola systems, and now it is official. Official. So the gondola system they released uh, just, just a couple days ago, I believe. Um, when we record the show. So it's similar to the ones used at like ski, uh, ski resorts. So each gondola is going to hold 10 guests, okay. which are All right. bigger than the ones we remember at Disneyland. We didn't know how big they were going right. to be when we were talking right. about it. Yeah. And you will like this. The gondola line is going to I think it's a great go, idea. I know. It's great. But you'll love even where it goes because the gondola line is going to go from the back gate of Epcot to the Caribbean Beach Resort. The Art of uh, Art of Animation Resort and Hollywood Studios. So Disney's hoping that just by adding another mode of transportation, guests are going to spend less time traveling to their next destination and more time enjoying the resorts themselves. And I think they've uh, they're going to find a way to accomplish that. That is, you know, we love having you like the the buses and the there's the boats and there's everything but you know i, more I wouldn't time, say i like the buses <laughs> no, no, i would no, just no. say they're no, very efficient but they're efficient but yeah. the thing is is the better you can move people just like disney sure. says yeah. the more time they're in the resort uh enjoying spending money eating doing things like that and uh you Get know obviously just having there. a better time because some some of the rides are fun themselves like sure you love being on the boats when you travel around and in, in disney world and some of the areas you can take a little ferry ride or whatever um but you know it's just standing in line getting a ferry drive you know sometimes it's it's better just to be spending your time go go in the resorts or relaxing in the resorts than it is just doing the travel so adding another mode of travel i think is a great idea and kind of cool right i mean we haven't seen yeah, something like this at cool. disney since I, yeah since they i had... question the amount of people that they actually will be moving and i know because how, how close are the cars themselves and you got to go through they can't be too close so, i mean it takes time to load. Yeah, and if you're going from resort to resort to resort, they have to do some sort of checking of your pass or ticket or, um, you know, a, uh, I, I yeah, don't know. Maybe at the I, gate, I guess, huh? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But um, they're starting to, uh, people are releasing that they're starting to uh, do preliminary construction. People believe in, obviously, the permits have been filed, so they're in good shape with that. So I think that's what's going on. And um, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm a little scared of those things. I know you are. You don't like I them, don't do you? Know. Don't they don't really swing that much, though. The the larger oh, ones. Because you know that it's not like a the, chairlift. Um, uh, what is it? The big Ferris wheel at uh, DCA. Oh God! Mickey's I can't, wheel of death. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even watch it when it starts doing its its thing and the rocking yeah. back. I'm just, That's whoa. a spooky ride. <laughs> I just hopefully I didn't. I, eat. You you won't have any 
I just kind of. I know it's like not going to be all. like that, no, but like that I, it's still uh, just a different form of transportation. I like it. It's, yeah, it's I like it. Neat. I like it. I'll do it. And if it's a ten-person gondola, it's more like a little flying car. Sure. So I'll be okay. With that. Maybe they should just make <laughs> it a uh, magic carpet. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so here's another story. Good news. Pop Century. One of Disney World's value resorts is now uh, getting a bit of overhaul with new room theming. Did you hear about this? I, ha- I and, saw a video that showed it, a little yeah, preview of the rooms. And they look really nice. It's not just getting an overhaul, but people are already experiencing you know, the differences. So rooms are said to uh, and reported to have newly remodeled uh you know, kind of uh, elements which feature pull-out beds, laminate floors, and someone says the Liechtenstein-esque pop culture decor. Whoa. That is a very specific, uh, you know, title used for someone's experience. And in addition to the overhauls, kind of fun, they've added merchandise vending machines where you can buy everything from uh, Disney autograph books, my favorite thing as a kid, and Disney trading pins. And you'll like this magic band bling. Or mama like that. Oh, <laughs> she loves her neat. magic band bling. And, um, I think what's going on is a rumor that on the web here is that we're hearing that the pop century, uh, you know, reason they're doing some of this is that Disney may do away with the value or moderate class, uh, option for many of its resorts and just start selling rooms at a different price point based on theming. And I wonder about that. Cause the first thought I had was, that's kind Does of already it, what they really do, though. Yeah, but but if they have the the value, the moderate, and the you know more high class resorts, deluxe, is deluxe, the, yeah, right? Yeah. Thank you, I was losing the word. Yeah. Um, so like if they do that, I mean, I just think that even if you have a little bit of money or some money or a lot of money, Disney still wants it. You know, I'm just good business. But um, if they are booking up rooms enough to just sell out those deluxe rooms and resorts maybe they're like well why don't we make them all deluxe resorts so i you know i'm interested in this i'm I'm interested to see i would be wondering what their motivation is too and some of the stats between like how many you know places they're turning into deluxe and how many they're keeping value but it'll be an interesting thing to watch what do you think how would you how do you feel about this I'm curious. I wanted to weigh in on this with you. You know, one thing uh, I just thought of was uh, you just tied two stories kind of in together because the art of animation, which would be a drop-off point for the gondolas, is right across the water Uh from the pop. And it, yeah, and that whole area uh, is. Uh, do you talk about the amount of rooms in those yep. two resorts alone? Uh, you know, the Caribbean is a huge resort, but mm-hmm. you you put those two. I don't know the numbers. I haven't seen them offhand, but uh, you put the pop and the art of animation next to each other. That's bigger than anything in the in the, yeah. the park. So maybe that's where um, they start. In I the mean, resort they... area there. So um, you know that has something to do with it. Um, we did take the trip. Uh, what was it last month? We were at the Coronado Springs, and we were able to st- yeah. uh, stay at one of the nice new uh, redesigned rooms. Yeah, it was beautiful. They did a great job. This reminds me a lot. Uh, looking at the video from the pop, it looked almost identical to what they had done over at Coronado. Yeah, we really, watched a video of the pop. Really Art Deco, really nice. It kind yeah. of really got away from the theming of the pop. Uh, it, you know, it really wasn't uh, the same. Um, I don't know about uh, price points for what you think about that. Well, the the price points are kind of set on uh, obviously the. The, the value resorts are the value. The yeah. moderates are kind of the medium range. Obvious, and the yeah. deluxe are the, and the big the, dollar ones. Right. Um, is the pop 
redecorated a moderate or a deluxe? I don't think so. I no did, way. I, so, I, that's right. Because we were looking at a video, a blog, a vlogger that had done, um, we looked at a couple, uh, you know, little reviews of the room. And, and they're nice. They do look rethemed. They do look yeah. nice. There are these different elements that we mentioned incorporated. Um and maybe a value to a moderate, but it's not a deluxe. Maybe, I mean, you're not yeah, seeing some of the I, things you do on the deluxe. No way, it's not a deluxe. But is that are they done, or are they going to continue? You know, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to figure out if they're doing something big with that or just little building minor. Building out, building out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making so. way for the big fiftieth coming up soon. Yeah. What is that? Four years, five years away. That's not too far away. Could be a biggie. So maybe they're gearing up for that. I, I yeah. just read an article today too that was saying that uh, attendance was really down this summer in Disney World. There really? was a number of reasons why they were attributing it. Was to... it hotter? Yes, it's 140 yeah. degrees as opposed to the normal 130 30, degrees in Florida. 37 so. degrees. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it uh, never gets over 100 there. But you have to deal with humidity too. Yeah, so I was just going to say because sometimes that has a big difference. Oh yeah, you know, like no, weather, was, uh, weather makes there difference. Was a, there was a lot of a, a lot of factors that the article were, was pointing to. Uh, you know, South America brings in a huge amount of tourists this time of year with um, the kids coming down in groups. Yeah, um, South America's economy right now is not doing very well, and so oh, that, that has kind of lowered the amount of kids that are yeah. coming up to spend the week at Disney World. That's a huge influence come summer numbers. Um, also, you know, if you're out there looking at, uh, the big trip and making a big deal out of it, maybe you're going to do it once in five maybe years. Maybe you want to go when some of these things are built. Like Star Wars like land Pandora right around the corner. And Star Wars. Yeah, you're Star waiting. Wars especially because you're waiting a little you're bit. Waiting. You're waiting. You're definitely waiting. So yeah, I, I think that has a lot to do with the numbers. That but, is uh, really true. Still, I think they're ramping yeah. up for the, uh, the 50th. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. Yeah. Hey, let's get into our... Oh, one other thing, too, I wanted to bring up because we had a couple that of... That we're going um, to Disneyland? <laughs> we're we're working on that, are we? Next weekend or whatever? Uh, we're going to announce on our Facebook page. We will ride away, an attraction with you, please. Yeah, we're going to try to get uh, to hang out together with, your with family. our topic host here. But, <laughs> um, we'll meet you at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tana's buying. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Right. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> uh, but no, um, we had a couple of uh, comments on our Facebook page about the new Fast Pass system at Disney. Oh, yeah, let's hear them. And I think um, let's just wait until Max Pass finally hits and then we'll do a whole show on Fast Pass. Yeah. Uh, but if you have questions. Still pe- the, a lot of different feedback, a lot of different things. People are seeing little different angles of this. It's still in trial yeah, and test. It, yeah. So uh, they're, definitely, they're definitely just kind of uh demoing the whole thing right now so yeah. um Let rather it, than us covering a bunch of well we think and this what and won't be solid let's let's just, we'll give solid. you a solid report when yeah. decisions are made and things are but moving. our topic is solid oh very solid two thousand days to this be, is this is unbelievable to be exact that that amount of solid our guest today is all over social media and you're more than likely have heard of this guy's name unless you've been off the planet on vacation no kidding jeff wright has set a record for attending Disneyland over 2,000 consecutive days. The retired Air Force veteran now works in a hospital, but on his free time, Jeff heads to the happiest place on earth to put a smile on his face 
and get some exercise traversing the parks. I can see how that would happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Starting back on January 1st, 2012, Mr. Wrights has accomplished a monumental milestone, which he actually set on June 22nd, 2017, just a little bit ago. That's over five and a half years, folks. Holy moly. 2,000 consecutive days in Disneyland. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our guest, Jeff Wrights. Hi, Jeff. How's it going? Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm having a good time over here in Fantasyland, actually. <laughs> of, of all places, we make this Skype call. He is in Disneyland well, as we speak, which is fantastic. That's where you're supposed to be, right? That's pretty unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm here I'm here enjoying day 2006 currently. Wow. wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. We're going to get into that question a little bit later because I've got a question <laughs> for you on that. But first of all, um, you've obviously attended 2,000 days in, consecu in, in uh, consecutive order now. So how did this all start and why Disneyland? Why did you choose Disneyland? Uh, it started out as a joke between friends, and uh, well, Disney assisted by uh, adding fuel to the fire. Um, we were already planning on coming on January 1st, 2012, and uh, both, uh, both of us had annual passes that had been given to us as gifts for birthday, Christmas, and such, so it was free entertainment. Uh, <laughs> best time, yeah. That really plays into part of this because... Uh, well, on New Year's Eve 2011, Disney ran their commercial on the uh, New Year's Eve special about giving you an extra Disney day yeah. when they were talking about seeing the Leap Day 24-hour special event that happened on February 29th, 2012. Right. I remember that. Yeah. So, so when we're in the park on January 1st, we're joking around that how could it be an extra Disney day if you don't use the others? And... Uh, so that's where it started to play in that, well, why don't we go ahead and do this? We were both unemployed and had those passes that were free gifts, so it was free entertainment. So we used it as a positive. It forced us to get up and get out of bed instead of moping around about being out of work. And we got pedometers on our uh, phone, so you're logging exercise time. And then talking with the other guests and cast members as you're walking around, and you're working on your networking and your communication skills. That is fantastic. What a what a good way to uh, get the most out of a day, huh? To, to step in there and, like you said, communication skills and all that. Uh, you know, it's, I, and I also just have to point out, Jeff, right now, I'm hearing uh, tea, uh, teacup music <laughs> behind you. Is that uh, – where are you positioned? <laughs> I am. I'm actually – I'm sitting right underneath uh, my buddy Harold in the Matterhorn and across from uh, the teacups because, you know, we're all mad here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say we're a little mad too. Yeah. I don't get where that comes from. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. I had a, when I, when I ran into the Manhattan last Thursday on day 2000, uh, we had a fun little conversation about who's mad here at the park. With the old Mad Hatter, huh? You might you might want to know that Tana's favorite is Alice in Wonderland. And That's my like absolute her. favorite. She's my gal. I love Alice. The go-to. That's the go-to. Hey, Jeff, when you say um, when you say both of you, who you're referring to that uh, comes to the park with you? Uh, well, now it's my uh, girlfriend that comes with me. Uh, not every day, but um, back when it first started, I had another friend, uh, Tanya. That, Fantastic. Uh, and she went for uh, every day for two years, and then she stopped at two years in one day um, and uh, wow. decided to move. That's amazing, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we, it, was, it was one of those things that, 366 came up and we hit it and we were still having a fun time. I mean, after we hitting the one year mark, you know, was we started hitting the you know more on the uh, social media side 
uh, with press and that, but uh, we were still having fun with it. And so we decided to just keep going. And, uh, you know, when I had 98 days left in that first year, I started a temporary position at the VA hospital. And uh, then in 2013, they brought me in permanent. So I've been able to enjoy things. And, you know, that's been helpful because only that first pass that started this challenge was paid for for me. All the rest of them I've been able to pay for myself. And so I'm the one that's funding uh, all the uh, wild adventures I've had by purchasing annual passes each year. Sure, sure. Hey, and let me ask you one quick question too, just kind of off the uh, first question we asked was, sure. what, was your, um, what was your typical uh, visits to Disneyland before this all started? Did you regular park? Were you kind of a regular that uh, went here and there? Or, or what, was your, uh, what was your kind of uh, norm there? Yeah. Um, I would, we were regulars, you know, I, am from Huntington beach. I live about 12 miles away from the okay. park, uh, so it's not too far. And so, um, between, I just heard uh, the monorail. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know where I am. I'm actually sitting right underneath the track for the monorail and everything. Matterhorn so to got, your back. Uh, yeah, yes. I've got Matterhorn to my back. Yeah. So you and were so, you were a regular visitor, not like a, a newcomer or anything, but but just correct. not yeah. going consecutively. That's correct. I had dive buddies that had passes, so sometimes we'd go scuba diving down Laguna Beach and then uh, come up to the park to uh, dry out and you know have some fun, grab some lunch or dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, then I got in. I was in about six different uh, meetup uh, groups for uh, Disneyland. So we uh, meet up and build up a lot of friendships through that and sharing the park experiences together. Gosh, that's fantastic! I know that there's a lot of community to build out in that area when it comes to uh, park visits. So we've we've covered that actually on a topic very interesting, um, especially for people who are single riders and you know want to maybe sit next to someone one time. So, sure. <laughs> and I, I have exactly. a question it's for someone you. Someone that you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or someone you know that that you've at least cultivated a, a online relationship with because Meetup does that sometimes. But I have a question for you, Jeff. When you are in the parks, I gotta know what are some of the most favorite things that you do and uh, maybe don't miss uh, on your trips like what is your go-to uh th- you know attractions or things that like really need to be done when you're there well you might find it surprising but i actually i don't have even though like matterhorn has been my favorite attraction since i was two um i don't ride that every day uh, i think that's part of the, part of what keeps the magic of the park fresh for me is that every day is different. The only thing that's set is that I park over at the Mickey and Friends structure, and then I can come <laughs> to Disneyland. Uh, some days I'll go over to Disney California Adventure, but if I do, that's a bonus um, on top. You know, using the park hopper experience on top of Disneyland because Disneyland is where my count is based off of. It's not the uh-huh. resort as a whole, but it's all based on the one park of uh, coming here to Disneyland. Yeah. So it- once inside. It all changes. Uh, today, as I was walking in, it was just in time. Uh, I figured I had some time to kill, so I went over to a flag retreat and got, went and stood up at the pole with my fellow veterans. Uh, Isn't that lovely? Flag- yeah, we, we love watching that flag retreat. something very, very special. And so that, that tells me you are there at in the evening time. Is that the time you usually visit, or you kind of bounce around with your time frames and schedules? Well, since my job is a daytime, I get off work at 4 o'clock. So during the week, Monday through Friday, I'm usually over here starting about 5 o'clock in the evening. Uh, and then on the weekends, it just depends on what's going on. Uh, you know, if there's a special event, if I happen to be able to wake up early or I want to sleep in. 
you know, it, it all changes. Like just now, uh, before just before you guys called, I got tickets for uh, the uh, Marvel Universe show happening over at Staples next month. So oh, nice on that on that Saturday, you know, we'll come and hit the park and then uh, head up to Staples to enjoy a little uh, Marvel magic up there at Staples. You know, besides here in the park. Sure. How fantastic is that? Hey, um, I also heard that uh, you've lost a lot of weight walking around the parks. Was that ever the plan when you uh, started no. the visits, or that just something that happened? It was. It's a great way to exercise, right? Yeah, you know, I, just over time, you know, watching what I eat and you know, getting things settled out with my job, where I could, you know, watch the snacking and such, and then coming here, and you know, I mean, it's a rare time that I don't hit my ten thousand steps in a day. Wow, that's great. That's <laughs> so, fantastic. I'm used to doing thirteen thousand to twenty thousand plus steps of, you know, especially if I'm here for a whole day. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Fantastic. Hey, uh, you know, I will be the first one to go on the record saying that I am super nostalgic. You know, I, I grew up going to the parks, and so I really like stuff that's been there since I was younger. And when they change things, um, you know, sometimes I feel bittersweet, but then, you know, I trust Disney a lot and their changes they make overall. But I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes over your time span in the visits, uh, even just in the past few consecutive years that you've been there. But I wanted to ask, what changes super stand out to you the most? And maybe they might also be um, improvements or something that the average visitor, you know, may or may not have noticed. But, uh, you know, over your time, really paying attention to details, what are some of your changes that you've seen over over your consecutive days? Well, let's see. We can start out uh, with uh, one of the newest changes, uh, becoming a 14 park or 14 acre change. Uh, watching uh, the Big Fender uh, Ranch and uh, the petting zoo and the barbecue unfortunately uh, disappear in place of uh, the uh, newly uh, remodeled train track uh, that outlines Star Wars land that we're waiting to have open in 2019. Um, I was, in fact, when I first uh, started to talk and take your call, I was just coming through the Big Fender Ranch Trail. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and sit, I was back there listening to the goats as the uh, train comes around. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's a major change that I've been watching happen, you know, from the parking structure. You can look down and right, you know, I was right. able to see and I actually got pictures and video when you could actually see the ADATs being built inside of the structure. Um, you know, and or if you want to roll back to, you know, drop down a couple acres to 12 acres of change from a parking lot to the large, beautiful. Ornament Valley creating cars land. Uh, You know, I just, as a photographer, I love going over and walking um, through, you know, Route 66 and Cross Street and just looking at Ornament Valley. And even before it opened, when they had the preview center over in the Blue Sky Cellar setup, I always loved looking at uh, the Firewall Falls. And that was one thing you couldn't, from no matter what the angle was, when the walls were up, I could never see it until you were able to actually go up to the attraction. So that was one of those things that I had always wanted to see, Firewall Falls, and I had really looked forward to. So when I got to go there for a preview on uh, June 11th, I think it was, uh, I previewed it in 2012. And to finally get to uh, see what that, that waterfall looked like. And even now, every time... Wow. I ride Raiders Racers. You go through that tunnel and you hear the music and 
you can't help but feel like Lightning McQueen and Sally, you know, when they're out on that nice drive <laughs> during the movie cars. Well, it sounds you like know. you're you're real, uh, you know, sentimental when it comes to the music, the atmosphere, the everything. You know, both of us, we do a Disney podcast because we love the feeling of the parks of of Disney itself. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people might think, hey, you know, isn't that enough that many days, you know, and, uh, and no, we get it, but we, we do, we get it. And it sounds like you are, are, you know, one of those people that always sort of feels the magic and, uh, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> and and, yeah, so I, and I, I think yeah. I've been lucky enough to really enjoy it. And like you guys talked about, you know, creating your podcast, well, your podcast is a way for you to enjoy it and to share it. And for myself, I really enjoy photography, so I actually shoot live pictures every day that I post online from here at the park, um, be it a photo, a video, you know, something, or at least one image live every day. Uh, I mean, I only have about 12 days back, way back in the very beginning of 2012 when I had a black bear and I had phone issues that I don't have any imagery for. Otherwise, every other day, I've got pictures, yeah. and so... That's one of the things that's been able to help me enjoy because, like tonight, I happen to be here by myself. So other than running into Disney friends along the way, I'm able to wander around and take that time, you know, to look for that perfect angle that grabs my attention, you know, or, or waiting for that lighting to just hit. And, you know, even the gold of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy and Taylor <laughs> Tavon's uh, collection. Yeah. You know, but when the sun sets, the way it hits and it really brings out and pops those colors. I love it. You know, to enjoy the different uh, colors, the different sounds. It's not just about going on Alice and going on the teacups and racing over to the Matterhorn or Big Thunder Mountain, which a lot of guests, you know, they're they're visiting, you know, once, maybe twice a year, and they feel they have to hit everything possible and get their money worth. With me coming every day, I could slow down and not even go on a ride, and my money isn't wasted because I always have tomorrow. Right. <laughs> That's right. Good. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Uh, hey, I want to mention, Jeff, you know, you said something about taking a lot of pictures and sharing them. Do you um, offer shares on social media for any of your, you know, whatever you're doing with your pictures or do you keep, yeah, keep sure. them personal? Because we'd love to share, um, you know, if you have an Instagram or Shutterfly or what, what, whatever that's called. Yeah, we'd love <laughs> to share it with, with our uh, listeners because I'm sure people would yeah. just absolutely enjoy what you're doing. Definitely. I have, I have uh, my, no idea what a shutterfly is. is that, I don't is even that? know if I got that right, but I know <laughs> I know Instagram. <laughs> she's, going, she's going old school back to her childhood. I, I'm the old um, school one. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Instagram is Disney366 underscore, all one word. Uh, and anything that I uh, post that's one minute length or less in video or it's a still shot, I post directly to, uh, to Instagram. And then I share it over to uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all of those. I go by Disney 366. And I also have Facebook that links. Uh, you can get the link off my Instagram. Or if you want to go directly to the Facebook page, it's uh, a, a public person page that you like and follow. Uh, and that's uh, Facebook.com slash Disneyland 366, all one word. Fantastic. We'll share all of those on our Facebook page for you so that uh, we'll see if we can get some traffic your way. Uh, hey, um, I'm assuming that you've become pretty recognizable in the parks to guests and cast members. Is that, is that, can I, am more, I correct more, in that? <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy lift uh, after Thursday. You know, it feels like I've been sitting on the uh, 
onto the uh, gantry lift because it's just skyrocketed how many people are recognizing me now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Hey, what do you think of Guardians, by the way? That's a great <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think no, of Guardians? Let's not go there. We'll yeah, not yeah. go there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. um, that's one of those things, you know, you're talking about changes. I always, I enjoyed Tower of Terror and I thought it was a fun one. But, and my one fear that I had was, was the four to six months that they were giving themselves to make the conversion, was it going to be enough time right, to do a good right. job? And yeah. after being on it, yeah, I've written it now about 15, 16 times. I've actually gotten all six songs. Um, <laughs> they have done an excellent job on it. I mean, just walking through the museum of a, a queue line, you know, right. The collector, Great. right? Yeah, the you collector's know, uh, collection. Yeah. And for your nostalgia side, there's, you know, like one of the things I found last night, even, you know, from one of my other friends that pointed out, is they've got some of the old Disney Park maps tucked away. Wow. Um, I've ah. actually found captured Mickey Mouse. Now, I've heard he may have also captured Minnie, but I haven't located her yet. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, action Matterhorn, the original Herald can be seen in the collection. That's incredible. And, and real quick, I want to apologize to listeners if we're cutting out a little bit, but we can still we can hear you, Jeff. So don't don't worry about that. But um, I have a question. Do you other than Karen and your friends that you mentioned before, Tanya or who whoever was uh, with you in the early days, do you have any regular family or friends that also enter into the park with you uh, or are you usually by yourself? And lastly, can we hang out with you next time? <laughs> next time we're there because we surely will be there, you know, shortly and every once in a while. And, and you know, I'd love to share a single writer seat with you. So let me buy you a Mickey bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the things it's funny. I mean, even I was doing a radio interview with a San Diego radio station this morning that uh, one of the DJs was saying, Hey, can I come along? Can, will you be my tour guide? <laughs> you know, and that's, it's one of those funny things. I mean, I've always enjoyed sharing the park and getting to see it through others eyes, you know, and you know, just like when parents bring their kids and get to experience, you know, their little one running up to Mickey or Minnie and getting that hug, you know, to see the park from fresh eyes, is always a nice thing that keeps the, the magic alive, you know? So I, I enjoy sharing stories and sharing attractions. You know, you might know of something that I may have overlooked or missed. Sure. Vice versa. Sure. Well, you know, you uh, you struck on a chord too with me in that uh, one of the things that we always preach to our listeners is, you know, you gotta stop and just check out the roses in the park. You know, you don't just go blasting through. You don't go from attraction to attraction. You take the time and really take in everything that Disney offers because uh, there are so many hidden gems in the park that you can find. But uh, you gotta go searching for them. You know, so I'm glad that you brought that up. That's that's uh, so true. So true. Hey, what's, uh, what's the craziest thing that you've seen at uh, Disneyland over the last five and a half that years? That you can you, say on the air. Some stories <laughs> <laughs> that we could actually broadcast, right? Because this is a clean show. <laughs> Not a problem. Actually, the craziest thing that I've seen, I think, would be the launch of the 60th anniversary celebration. Oh. The 24-hour and they, because of having uh, the uh, Good More America and TV cameras uh, and crew from Disney and such, uh, ready to film live. And, of course, you want it live for East Coast feed that's three hours ahead of us. So they had us pack Main Street all the way up to Coke Corner at 4.30 in the morning wow, when the actual really? park to open until 6 a.m. for the 24-hour launch. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow, what an experience. The 60th yeah, was, I, I thought Disney just knocked it out of the park with the 60th. It was just a fantastic celebration. There was just so much to see, and the improvements that they made on a lot of the attractions, it was fantastic. Just loved it. The parade, the parade was phenomenal. Yeah. 
afraid. Paint the Night was a great. Now, I mean, and that's one of those things, you know, just like Tower of Terror versus Guardians and stuff. Me personally, I grew up listening to the Mystery Electric Parade. So sure. on January 19th, yeah. when he came back, hearing the Baroque hoedown, just that hits that musical chord inside me. You know, yeah. it's one of the things that turned me on to electronica music. And, and it just, it, every time I hear it, you know, and especially, you know, back in February, March, when they had AP days, and we got to watch the movie about the making of the Mainstream Electric Parade. And they talked about how the music was made. So to actually be able to listen from different lands and different parts of the parade route and get to hear those different aspects that have been created, I, it, really, it really resonates with me. I love it. And again, the music from the park as we listen uh, to the teacup music and, you know, the music from the parades the music from Fantasmic, all these, these soundtracks that just bring me back to my childhood. And like, I super love um, being able to do that. And, and, you know, I have to ask you again, Jeff, I have like some, some of my questions that I just circled three times. Cause I just got to know, <laughs> but uh, I think our listeners would also want to know, are there any tricks or tips for the, anything that you've learned over your time there, other than the fact that you want to slow down and really absorb the world around you. But is there anything else that you super feel like you, uh, you, you got the hang of, or you really figured <laughs> out the hook to that you can uh, share with any of our listeners? Cause they're dying to know. <laughs> uh, well, for one thing, the number one tip I always like to give people, especially coming into these hot summer months with uh, everybody off school and on vacation, bring a large supply of your patience with you. Oh, uh, that's yeah. The one thing. Because <laughs> if you get in and you, you, know, you find a 90-minute-plus line for Space Mountain or – you know, yeah, there might be a, a good sized line to get into Plaza and get your fried chicken or I like the uh, the pot roast, you know, and yeah. with those lines and, and the heat and everything, one, you know, whenever you're at one of the restaurants, grab a free cup of ice water, you know, keep yourself hydrated Two, oh, hold on a second. I got the monorail coming overhead. <laughs> love it. <laughs> we love, love it. it. Hold the phone up. Which to color it. is it? <laughs> uh, monorail blue. Blue. Nice. <laughs> Uh, the other thing besides uh, patience and, you know, slowing down to enjoy stuff is, you know, the Disneyland app. Uh, I use that on a daily basis now because you know, when you're in NorCal, you can look at it and see what are the wait times. And those are all, you know, live times so that you can see. So you can find out, you know, hey, where do we want to go first? Do we want to go to California Adventure? Do we want to go over to Disneyland first? You know, or if you know which park you're going to go to, fine. Hey, uh, it looks like uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad has fast passes, you know, that are only 20 minutes away versus, right, right. you know, night to go on Space Mountain or Racers. So then, you know, if you want to play the fast pass game properly, you're going to want to head over to Radio to uh, Big Thunder Mountain and grab that short time fast pass to use it and be able to get another one right away. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something like that. Plus, with the app, not only can you see the times, but you can also locate everything from where are the characters at where's the photo pass photographer and now one of the new things is where are the hot spots so you can connect to the wi-fi here in the park better uh because now that they've activated that and uh you know if you have uh, photo pass accessibility if you have a signature or signature plus uh, annual pass or if you've purchased uh annual pass or uh, sorry uh, photo pass for the day you can uh 
look at and download your pictures right there on the app. So it makes it really nice to be able to share those experiences if you're just hanging out with friends or family for a while and you want to be able to get that off to them. And speaking of nostalgia, I'm looking down the uh, parade route towards Small World, and what do I get to see? But the steam engine going past the uh, White Castle. Oh, fantastic. Perfect. That's great. That last Thursday, they're uh, getting used to no longer having a NASCAR track. I call it NASCAR because it was always just a one-turn track, one direction. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You got a left turn now, finally, right? Turn. Exactly. <laughs> going, when you go through the Big Thunder Trail, you now have a left and right turn and an uphill climb. Oh, oh it goes uphill. We uphill. didn't know about that. We, we knew about, about the that. left, but we, we didn't knew, know about the yeah. uphill. So that's fantastic. Well, yeah, I uh, just to follow up, I, I think that uh, Disney has done a fantastic job with their apps. I, I remember not too long ago relying on third-party apps just to figure out wait times and such. And you just, you know, you can never bank on their accuracy. And uh, now with uh, the My Disney Experience with Disney World and, of course, the Disneyland app, I think both of them are fantastic. They are great tools. So that's a, that's a great help for our listeners for sure. Hey, I've got a selfish question. <laughs> I, I'm one that's uh, known to love fireworks. Where's where's uh, we're not the only one. Where's the place? I, I want to know where the place is, and and I'll share with mine. Uh, you know the clock on Main Street, just to the right of the uh, on the right side of the street there. That's my go-to oh, spot. But okay. uh, what's your go-to? I want to hear your go-to. That, that area right there with a the clock and, and next to Disneyland Clothiers, that was one of my go-tos during the Disneyland Forever fireworks because it puts you right in the middle of Main Street to see the projections that uh, right. line the street. Oh, right. comes uh, the evil queen. The queen of hearts is walking past me right now. Oh, fantastic. Say hi to her. Oh, oh for goodness sakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, never- that's my Alice impression. <laughs> Uh, you never know who or what you're going to see. They must have heard how you like Alice, and uh, the Queen uh, wanted to make sure the roses were still red. Just, just keep well, your head intact. Off with your head. <laughs> but uh, on the fireworks, yeah. Um, the other place I really like is uh, straight across from the Churros over in front of the castle. Uh, because of having uh, fireworks and projections on the Matterhorn along with the castle, I really like how you have a nice rounded view to be able to see both. Um, I think that's one of my primary locations. But then I have fun, you know, like they've, uh, ha- they always do a great job of projections on Small World. So if you want right, to be right, yeah. boom, then, you know, watch, uh, watch the start of uh, the parade as it comes out and then hang out and watch the fireworks from right there. Or they just started back up. They're doing the projections over on the Rivers of America. And I actually just posted a picture. I saw that, your picture. Uh, the other and day. wow, the, the, the yeah. image looks so clear now. They've obviously exactly. upped their game in the uh, in the Fantasmic to come, right? Exactly. And that's one of the things, you know, and I'm sure you guys are going to be here, not only to celebrate Disneyland's birthday on, on July 17th, but also the relaunch of the brand new Fantasmic 2.0. I'm actually going to be in Disney World on July 17th, so it's like uh, bittersweet. But I myself may be at Disneyland, so I'll be there. <laughs> so uh, we just I, we have one last question for you, Jeff, before we wrap up. Um, you know, Dad and I have a long-term, uh, would you call it a disagreement or a battle, or what would you call this? A uh, uh, the brat trying to overrule. The okay. Father. Well, here we go. Here's here's your question. One one answer to settle it all, possibly. Uh, Jeff, are you a Dole Whip man or a Mickey Bar man? 
Out of those two, it's a Dole Whip. Oh, um, there you go, Dad. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, Dole Whip sense. or Churro? No. <laughs> You you know, that's a tough call. It depends on where I am and how I'm feeling. Yeah. But uh, this time, the Dole Whip is the one of, of those that I get more often. Now, also, and that's what leads to one of those fun little additions off the menu type thing for your adult listeners. If they take a little jaunt outside the park and over yeah. to Disney Hotel, you can get an adult version of the Dole Whip over at the coffee shop with either Malibu or Myers Dark Rum in it. Wow. A man after my own heart. I love it. A Dole Whip man and a man for Dole Whip adventures. I'm I'm in. That's great. So, yeah. So, th- you know, is there anything else that you, you want to say to any of our listeners before we wrap up? We're just so grateful you spent time with us. But uh, is I mean, is there anything in in closing that you just kind of want to throw out there to everyone about your experiences or really what what Disney magic has to offer? You know, the, I think the. Part of it is, uh, we've touched on before, Disney Magic has so much to offer. Yeah. You know, it could be Disney bounding, if you love dressing like the characters, if you're into music. Uh, my girlfriend Karen is a musician, a, a classically trained uh, professional musician. And so she you know, and I both uh, like enjoying and talking about the different music on the soundtracks, the movies, the rides and such. You know, if you're just a coaster junkie, you've got, you know, all the different types of attractions and stuff to go on, you know, or if it's just the overall experience and, you know, collecting autographs from characters. I even like getting digital autographs on my uh, Galaxy Note 5 that I can put onto my pictures. You know, those are all really, really, really great ideas. It's something for everyone, I suppose, you know, depends on uh, what's magical for you and, and go with that. And so... Well, we just want to thank you so much, Jeff. It was truly magical, as we say, and we just feel really special to be graced with your story, your presence, your advice, your um, things that you love. And uh, do me a favor, have a Dole Whip for me today, huh? Have a Mickey bar. Do, do something different. <laughs> and uh, we wish... Wow, you know... Yeah. I mean, how about how about if I mix it and, you know, between the uh, flavor of the Dole Whip and the uh, <laughs> the Mickey Barn Flush, how about if I go for some ice cream nachos? Is that Oh, oh yeah. Wait a minute. We're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're kind of junk food people, so we like that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, Trust me, I, Yeah, yeah. My my go-to food has been pizza pork pasta, so, you know, I understand. <laughs> Love the chicken facility. It's good stuff. Yeah, dad loves the facility and yeah. So we we just we wish you and and Karen or whoever's visiting you the very best and hopefully we can talk to you again sometime. That'd be really nice. Yeah, like that's... when you hit 3000. <laughs> when you hit 3000 and uh, again we just appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that one. But uh, again, we just appreciate you and your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a magical experience definitely. Thanks, Jeff. You guys take care in the park. Well, that was awesome. 2000 days. Gosh. Can you what imagine a nice that? guy, too. A really nice guy. I'm so glad that we found him and he was able to spend some time with us. How, how generous is he just to come on our show, our really humble nice. little show, <laughs> with only 31 episodes? And, and, uh, and you know, he, he, this guy's been all over the news. He's been all over the BBC. Uh, I mean, it's a story that's running. And, it's a big and deal. in talking to Jeff, 
uh, off of our recording, he did say that he's getting recognized quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's like a celebrity down there. He's like a celebrity at Disneyland. That's I, a cool deal. I, I look forward to maybe bumping into him in a trip in the future we're gonna if that do happens. That. We're going to do that. Yeah. If we go down in a couple of weeks like we were talking about doing, uh, we'll look maybe he'll <laughs> see if we can spend some time. Yeah, maybe he'll be there. That'll be fantastic. Hey, uh, I got a Would You Rather. Oh, goodness. You ready for Wonderful. a Would You Rather? I love it. Okay, cool. Maybe I, uh, maybe I love it. Let's hear it. Uh, you might. This is an easy one. Pirates you of the Caribbean. Say that. Stein. You've seen Stein, I right? I saw it. Is it cool? It's very cool. Wait, or, describe it real quick. It's like a little... Um, we'll put a picture on our Facebook page, oh yeah, but it's, uh, it's basically a, a pirate Stein with the, uh, the, the skeleton... The steering... Yeah, call, what do you call that? Steering uh, wheel. Uh, what's come a ship on, steering someone, wheel? Someone uh, boat, boaty... Boat, uh, boat steering, steering wheel thing, wheel. Yeah. roundish. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. at the helm. Yeah, okay. Whatever it is. Anyway, he's sitting on top of the Stein. He's the, the, the skeleton skeleton there yeah i couldn't see it that well yeah, because so my cool. eyes are bad but so yeah cool. oh that's cool uh so that one okay or beauty and the beast's rose cup mm. you know which one i'm talking see, about see the right? thing about the beauty and the beast rose cup is the rose takes up room of my drink because the rose is inside <laughs> and if it's, a, if it's an again. iced coffee drink yeah i don't want to i don't want to can you do it. iced coffee in a stein i know because that's i guess you could i mean we can it's iced coffee I mean, yeah, I'm just, you know, I like extra ice in my coffee. So ice rose, it's just like, it's all too much. Um, you know, I'm going, I'm going with Stein on this one. I, Are you I, really? I love the Beauty and the Beast rose cup. I do, but like something very, uh, like awesome comes out in me when I think of pirate things and pirate, it was like one of my favorite stores. I probably my favorite store other than the little crystal tiara sh- uh, stores. But remember when, when, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean used to let you off at pieces of eight and oh, you yeah. go in, Oh gosh, I looked forward to that, you know, and, and big red doing the, you know, we talked about that, the, um, the, the fortune, fortunes, right? the yeah. fortunes, you know, he had a gold medallion in his mouth, a, a pirate, you know, treasure around him. And I just, I'm going pirates. I'm feeling piratey today. I would definitely Give go me pirates. The stein. Go figure. Give yeah. me the stein. I want the stein too. I want the stein hey, too. Hey, let's, uh, let's post both of them up on our Facebook page yeah. side by side. Maybe and we then... could do, figure out how to do one of those polls and yeah, see where other people are. Yeah, we'll do a are. poll on it and yeah. see. If we can't figure out how to do it, you can just leave a comment. Yeah. Leave it. We'll do one of those. We'll do one of those cup. like or love Stein Tricks. or rose, I guess. Or rose, it would be, right? yeah. yeah. I like the rose. I do. I just, I'm going Stein today. Stein, definitely Stein. Hey, you got some hidden Mickeys? I. Or a hidden Mickey I today? I think I do. Oh my gosh, yes, I it's do. It's hidden. For today's hidden Mickey, I want to give a personal thank you to YouTube vlogger Double End Destination for this one. He says, sometimes hidden Mickeys can be so secretly small that you never notice you're actually passing right by one. Possibly. Be gigantic, and I wouldn't even know if I'm <laughs> passing by you're one. You're probably right, but possibly even walking right over one. Oh, one in that a walkway, may just I take be it, eh? exactly the case with this tiny little gem, literally, of a hidden Mickey uh, for today. And whip out your magnifying glass, throw on your spectacles, see if you can help us find what might be the smallest hidden Mickey ever, he says. So what you want to do for this one, folks, is you want to go right at the, uh, this is DCA, by the way, get to get down to Anaheim, get into Disney uh, land and walk yourself uh, through the gates of DCA. And what you want to do is head to the end of Buena Vista street, right in front of the Carthay circle theater. 
And um, what you're going to do is you're going to look down right in front of the theater at the entrance. Okay. So there's entrance to the theater, the entrance. Now you're going to see like, you know, the welcome mat or the mat that keeps, you know, rain from going inside. They have those outside of the doors. You want to look down just kind of seems to be very close to the mat. Hopefully they're not, you know, they're keeping track of where exactly the mat is. Um, But you're not, you're not going to miss this now. You will have to work for it, though, because this is a little bit like a Wells War- Where's Waldo game, because what you want to do is look at um, the floor. It looks kind of beigey to me. It's the beige part, you know, kind of uh, light brownish. And this floor is textured and, you know, it's kind of like tile. It's textured with little white flecks. But there is an obvious, although small only maybe what would you say half inch to an inch that's pretty small it's pretty yeah, small that's, uh, but but no bigger than two inches that's for sure if you're looking meticulously through this entrance area you will find it uh-huh. it'll it'll take a second but you will find it because this is so a look very for the doormat and if they've moved the doormat you're in trouble then look under the door <laughs> yeah. no this this is a very obvious very symmetrical not by chance not one of those kind of deformed ones not at all this no, is that's, a that's, symmetrical that's definitely planted deliberate in yeah. uh little or, what would you say that is it looks like a not a gem but like a little it's like a stone like a little stone, a stone like a little tile yeah and uh this is in the floor um, at the entrance way, we'll and put a picture this on, is uh, real. Huh? Yeah, we'll put a picture on Facebook. And yeah. this is a really fun one because literally, this may be the smallest hidden Mickey you will ever see. Very but small. It's very very small. So um, enjoy that. We'll put it. You might want to take a look at the picture before you try to find it. If you're feeling very um, lucky, maybe not. But d- take take a time to to stop over here and take a look because it's really cool to see the smallest one. Wouldn't you say? You would never find that unless it was pointed out. Oh, no, I, I don't think I no would. No way. But because I know it's there and I know where to Different look. Different story. I, I bet you I would find it. So, um, so yeah. So so now that you know, take a look. I let like us, it. Let us know when you see it. Take a picture of your finger pointing to it and uh, post it on. <laughs> or you're not, your foot over the top of it. Oh, no, yeah, that wouldn't work. Because you're not going to get your face in that selfie. <laughs> it's too small. Not going to work. But, uh, yeah, take a look. Very so, good. That's a good there one. There it is. That's a good one. Yep. So, uh, yeah, quick question. Quick answer. I think I got you at this one. Again, you've, you're like, uh, you're I, angry I think with I got me. You. you come up with these tough this questions. This one's fun. Multiple choice. Four, okay, good. Four answers. Multiple right? choice. Where was the Haunted Mansion organ first used? Do you know where the organ is? Uh-huh. It's in the uh, ballroom scene right? of the Haunted Mansion. It was used in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Main Street Opera House. <laughs> the Main Street Opera House. Oh, okay. Is it Marceline, I, Missouri Church? Marceline, Missouri. Pirates of the Caribbean? Or 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Oh, so I happen to know before we even got to the D, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I will say D, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Of course you will. 20,000 Leagues <laughs> Under the Sea. Uh, it's put together a little differently for the attraction, but it is the exact same one used in the movie. How do you like that? I, re- I just... Sorry, I didn't even you let just, you get out your multiple it's choice. Like, you did. <laughs> it's like you don't even let people play get, along. I you should just, get bonus points for that. Yeah, okay. Bonus points received. Yeah. What have you. I'm out of here. I'm getting a dole whip. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's it for our show. We're just about to wrap I'm up. I'm exhausted. <laughs> 
from answering that question. It was a real rough time on you, right? Uh, Yeah, but we're not going to wrap up the show. Oh, no. Not before we... We got to celebrate. Celebrate. That's right. We got to celebrate. And, uh, you know, I'm going to just celebrate my Dole Whip. uh, And I'm going to celebrate... No, I'm just kidding. I I can't believe Jeff said he's like into Dole Whips. Oh, yeah. I'm going to celebrate... But that's what I was going to say. I'm going to celebrate my Dole Whip win. Because that was a win. That was a win. You're right. That was a win. All right. Uh, But also, you're very merry on birthday, Yeah. Yeah. And mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We also want to wish a very merry birthday to Laura Beltran, Rodrigo Herrera, Vane Perez, Natalie Calderon, and Crystal Lynn. Very merry birthday because it's not your birthday. It's not your birthday, it's people. It's your, your unbirthday. Un-birthday. And what do you know? We remembered it. Of course we did. There you go. We're going to send y'all a cake. Unless we eat it. Oh, we'll probably eat it. Never mind. But, uh, but we still wish you one pineapple, none, nonetheless. You <laughs> we wish you very, very a birthday nonetheless. Anything else you'd like to add? Hmm. I always jump in and say that before he has a chance hmm. or else I have to answer. Went and saw Cars last night. You Cars did? 3, yeah. Oh, Pretty good movie. Do you love it? I did, but uh, it's it's run its course. You think so? Yeah. After that, this movie, it was like... Boom. Yeah. No pun intended. No, but it was it was, uh, it was was cute. I liked it. It was really cute. There was a little tie-in to some of the previous movies. and Wrapped it up. Yeah. It was it was really cute. Good. Good good music in it, and uh, it was fun. Kids it can't were, all be Toy Story. Kids were loving it. We we took uh, the grandkids, and uh, they were hooting and hollering, and it was, just, it was fun. It was fun. That's You great. know what we did? We saw what? it at a drive-in. We are I, lucky to have a drive-in around our house. We do I have a drive-in. a drive-in. It's so close. And you know, I have a hard time sometimes watching things at the drive-in because oh, I get I you. get really distracted. The sound is obviously not the, I mean, because you're literally in a movie theater, you have all your senses are just directed to this, you know, everything else is dark and quiet. Oh, it's but, so cozy now in the theaters that we oh, go to. Oh my to. gosh, the recliner ones oh, that like fantastic. kick your feet up. Can you believe it? Well, we but, reclined but in the back of the car. But it oh, was yeah. nowhere near the same. Nowhere near the same. Oh. Well, so, some of the benefits of doing drive-ins near your house is that they show two movies so you can wonder woman was was showing but it goes really well, late it goes I, really late there's no way i could take it <laughs> i know i the mean how long can why, you sit in your car yeah, the right? only reason why i accepted even going was like okay i know cars is going to be about a 90 minute movie yeah so and it's like, i can right, get I can, in and get out in 90 that. minutes i can yeah. do that one it was well, cold good. last I'm, night here too i'm i'm glad you saw that yeah that's it was fun good movie review so if you liked uh if you like the first one like the second one uh this is a good one too or your kids like the first one like the second one <laughs> yeah, our little grandson uh, Aiden was glued to it. He Aww. was he was just glued to the to the show. So. McQueen, and he's not man. a real big Cars fan. He's kind of a no. He's a Star Wars kind of a kid, you know. But, but you know, uh, a little he, action. Uh, he loved that one. He was glued to it. Yeah, great. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, let's get out of here. Okay. We want to thank you for tuning in to Disney with Daddy and Daughter. Be sure to find us on our Facebook page. Just type in our show name. Send us your pics, your stories, your questions, and let us know when your unbirthday is so we can celebrate. celebrate. You can also email us at DisneyWithDaddyAndDaughter at gmail.com. Remember, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. So we'll see you next time. Until then, from the happiest podcast on earth and from our family to yours. Make every day magical. I love you, Dad. Love you too, Tanner. Take care. Bye. Good night, folks. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away 
Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart And when it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream